everybody, this is Brian Bickford from Mainly Matters, and this is the Travel and Tourism Channel. I'll be interviewing people about their travel experiences, their travel businesses, and what makes Maine vacation land. Today's going to be kind of a different show because we're going to talk to people from away. That means they're from the deep south. These three people that are here with us today are from Massachusetts. And uh, But we have one other very important guest, who is Gary Crocker. He's a real mater. Say hello, Gary. Morning, dear. <laughs> Good. I'm so proud and so happy that you're here, Gary. I also want to introduce with us, we have Chris uh, Reisenfelder. Say, say hi, Chris. Hello there. And we've got Lisa Friera. Say hello, Lisa. Hi. And, nice to be here. and we've got Kimberly Bombardier Burton. Hello, Kimberly. Hello. Hey, listen, before we get going, so we've got three people from Massachusetts, and we really appreciate all that you do for us as a state coming here, enjoying our wildlife and everything that Maine has to offer. And we can't thank you enough. And uh, and I got to tell you that, you know, um, as you know, that May 1st, uh, it was uh, – there's no longer required proof of uh, of negative test and quarantine for travelers to the Maine. So, so we are just welcoming you guys back to Maine. It's time to come. It's time to bring your money, bring your credit cards, bring whatever you bring your Bitcoin, whatever you got. Bring it to Maine because we really want to host you. And and you know, and I thought it was just best that we balance these three Massachusetts people with a real Mainer. And I think the best way to do that is I'm going to ask you, Gary, what is a real Mainer? Well, there's lots of ways to judge a real Mainer, but there's a couple of easy ways, right off quick. First of all, if you can drive uh, uh, through the rotaries here in the state of Maine mm -hmm. uh, without slowing down, you're a real Mainer. <laughs> you know, you got to maintain your speed. <laughs> yeah, and, and the second way, that uh, easy way to tell a real Mainer is that uh, when they go to the dump on Saturday morning, when they go to the transfer station to get rid of that trash, yeah. They wear a plaid shirt with a tie. That's a real meaner right there. Yeah, well, dressing up for the occasion. Yeah, that's business. That's not business. That's business wear, isn't it? That, that's business wear. And the other thing they do when they go to the transfer station is that they normally, a real meaner, will bring home more than he takes to the transfer station. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That is me. That's what I do. I actually go and drop I, off. I think I must yeah. also be a real meaner then. <laughs> well, if you are if you want, you're well on your way. <laughs> so which one of you three, Chris, Lisa, or Kimberly, wear plaid on plaid? Which one? Go ahead, say who. Plaid. Plaid on plaid. Yeah, plaid on plaid. Never. That's a real manner. Come on. You guys you guys trying that? Uh, I haven't gone I haven't gone plaid on plaid. <laughs> I've gone stripes on plaid and plaid on stripes. Well, we gotta we gotta figure <laughs> how about you, Lisa? Have you ever done plaid on plaid? I barely wear plaid on anything. Oh well, we gotta fix that. <laughs> and then Kimberly, come on, bombardier, come on. No, never plaid on plaid, but I have plaid for <laughs> okay. season. Well, that's that's what we gotta we gotta fix that because you know if you really want to fit in with us, it's plaid on plaid. Okay. You know, listen, listen. <laughs> now, now, Chris, let's start with you for a minute. Um, I understand you were a hockey player and you you played a little bit at. Um, at uh, Hebron Academy, I believe. And uh, so talk to me, talk to us a little bit about um, how you first got introduced to Maine. How I first got introduced to Maine. So actually growing up, we always, before 9-11, when you could go into Canada with no passports, we'd go up two, three times a year for hockey to Quebec. Right. 
And it always aggravated me that we never drove through Maine. Huh. We always went through New Hampshire and Vermont. That is not and right. I was always like, I want to go to Maine. Why don't we drive to Maine? Yeah. So by the time I had never, I didn't make it to Maine until I was about twelve or thirteen years old. Started going to Old Orchard Beach, and then um, by fifteen, I was looking at different prep schools in Maine because I had uh, been scouted by Kent Hill, yeah. Hebron. And I forget the third school. Mm-hmm. Um, I never actually went and visited the third school, but I ended up choosing Hebron, and we started. You know, I lived up lived up in Hebron for a whole year. Had to drive up and down the, the main turnpike every weekend or every other weekend to come home. Go to the main mall. Oh, the main mall. Go yeah. to uh, what's the other mall? The, is it Windsor? Is it Windsor or? Um, well, you know, any, anything mall. with three stores is a mall for us. So you you got to Yeah, there was an Olympia yeah. Sports and a movie theater. Yeah. I forget the name of yeah. it. Now, Gary, I got to ask you, what do you think about parents who, who actually drove around Maine? Why would they do that, Gary? Why would they drive around Maine? Yeah, he said that they drove around Maine. They didn't come straight through Maine to go to Canada. Why would they do that? Well, because they they never graduated from elementary school, probably. Oh, that's, oh, oh, well, that could... you know, dude, Maine used to be part of Massachusetts. We set Massachusetts free in 1820. Yeah, we did set them free, you know? <laughs> Some of them been on the edge ever since. Yeah. And, yeah. Now, now, Lisa, let's stop these shenanigans here. Let's try to get some perspective. Give us, like, what – I know you spent a lot of time on the island and, and stuff, the Mount Desert Island, and it's not it's not dessert – desert okay um desert. i just want to make sure you're clear with that and it is coffee pond okay um, that's right <laughs> so tell us about <laughs> tell us about your your beginnings coming to maine well i didn't make it to maine until i was in my 20s i went there for a wedding uh-huh. and then i didn't go again until i was scouting okay, out i gotta ask you though i gotta start it was it your wedding yeah. was it your wedding no, okay. it, was, okay. it was not okay. my own All wedding. Right. No. All right. Um, yeah. So, so at any rate, I my, I married a guy who's from a rural area, and I'm from the city. And he just thought the perfect compromise to continue to live in the city would be if we had a country place. Yeah. So we found this little uh, dump on Coffee Pond that we, um, you know, turned into our slice of paradise. Yeah over the course of the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's that's a good start. And I'm not sure, Gary, did you catch that? She called the place they bought a dump. Oh, geez. That, 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 I wish I could move up that high on the <laughs> I was going to say, you know, we got. I've been living in a lean-to up here. Now she's calling her. Did it have? <laughs> Lisa, a did it mine, go ahead, go. A quick comment. Yeah. A, a friend of mine actually rented one of them storage units and called it a camp. <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds that sounds like a nice house, actually. That's, that's a good start. Hey, Kimberly Bombardier, Burton. Okay, yeah. i got to back up here. Now, the Bombardier... I, give us the background on that. I just love that. My maiden name is from my dad's dad, who grew up in Marguerite, Quebec. Okay. So I, as I said before, when I met you, I do not own any real estate in the snowmobiles or the trains, but we're very proud family from the South Shore with the Bombardiers. Oh, that's they should be proud. Um, so every Bombardier in Massachusetts, you pro- they're probably related to me. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, we love our French-Canadian heritage. And but. Gary, do you know any Bombardiers? 
I, I just met one. <laughs> and I was all get, I was getting all excited because I was hoping for a deal on a snowmobile, but I guess it ain't gonna happen. I know. And I married a Burton and I have no snow snowboard real estate there. Oh, goodness. Right? right? <laughs> now 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 can't you might not call you bombardier. I just have to use that word. I do not. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna proudly. All right. I love that. I just I just wish I, I love my maiden I name. love nicknames. I never had one. But so you've been coming since you were a child and so tell us about how that yeah. started. Um, so my parents don't fly and they love to drive and uh, we used to drive over the border mm -hmm. uh, my first experience it's very typical um, Kittery is another place to shop yeah. uh, right. Old Orchard Beach um, and then as we got older and I could drive I actually um, remembered a story in high school my brother would camp at a place called Duck Puddle and they had karaoke right. and I just remember being a teenager driving up there and camping because we love to camp. I grew up camping. Yeah. I grew up near Cape Cod. And, um, but I was fortunate enough in high school, I mean, in college, I went to Northeastern and my freshman roommate's name was Emily Young and she grew up in Ellsworth. And Phyllis and Reg were my second parents. I went up to Ellsworth thinking all main towns were Ellsworth and everybody got to go to Mount Desert Island on the weekend. Nice. And she just sort of opened my eyes up when I was 19 and I've been squatting with them and their extended family. You know, you actually made, you made me think of something when you said your, you say your parents like to, like to just drive, going on road trips, right? Oh yeah. Driven one tip to the other. And so, so Gary, um, how do you travel? Do you, do you like road trips? Do you put the whole family in a car and go, go scouting? Do you go? What do you do? If I had a car, I would, Dan. Okay. <laughs> uh, that, that would be a real pleasure. We've got that old beat-up truck, yeah. and the kids aren't allowed to ride in the back anymore because they passed the law about being belted in. Right, right. Yeah, that's just not right. So we have to, the kids, uh, the kids, uh, you know, when I was a kid, yeah. we used to have real fun on them road trips. We used to put the tailgate down on the truck yeah. and then sit on the back and drag our feet at 60 miles an hour. Oh, yeah, we used to do that, too. <laughs> it's a hoot there. You, 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 you kids from Massachusetts. If you haven't done that, that is the best. That is the best. <laughs> so, so here's the thing: is you guys are probably pretty technically capable, and you know I've heard some things about Gary and, and Gary. What do you what do you what do you carry on your belt? You know, for as far as technology, what do you what do you what do you got? What are you working with? Oh, I've, I've got one of them. Uh them knives that open up the 43 weapons there that I hang under. <laughs> oh, open cans of beans that'll stir stuff. It'll, it'll fix the spark plug. Yeah. I mean, everything. It's got a tool for everything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think that I got one of those. I think you're born in Maine with those things. And, uh, um, what else, as far as technology do you, do you have there, Gary? Well, I've got a flip phone in my pocket. Yeah. The one I'm talking on right now. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. The flip phone. It doesn't flip anymore. I have to leave it wide open and leave it open all the time. If I close it up, it'll never open again. Yep. Well, they don't sell them anymore. Dan. I know it's it's terrible. You know, us manners, we hold on to us stuff, and if you need to fix it, you got this thing called duct tape. I'm going to ask you, Chris, have you ever used duct tape? I use duct tape all the time. Yeah. Now, what's what's your biggest? A, Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I do construction, yeah. so. Duct tape, duct tape comes in handy for any little fix. That's absolutely right. And uh, hey, Lisa, I'm I'm gonna. I'm, this is a test for you, Lisa, because I like you, and you've okay. you've done some <laughs> you've done some pretty good exploring around Maine. But um, can you name a drink that's manufactured in Maine that's kind of a, it's originally a medicinal? What is that drink? Oh, oh, brother. Ding, ding. Uh, oh, yes, oh, the I just, oh, yes. I just checked with the judges. You're one. It, Gary, is that correct? Is it moxie? That is correct. And it was the, the, the term moxie, yeah. by the way, 
uh, you know, everyone knows what mo- if you got moxie means you got got sure. you got hooked, yep. right? Yeah, right? Well, the reason for that is moxie was additional initially when it was created by Dr. Gustin Thompson yeah. from Union, Maine. He created as a nerve tonic. Oh. So that's why moxie means what it means. The word came from the soda, not vice versa. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I was up to. I was a little disappointed. I went. To, I went to Moxie Falls this uh, last last fall, and it's just water. Oh. It's just water. <laughs> moxie Fest is where it's at. You got to get the Moxie Fest. No, that's that's it. That that's a good time. Whatever, yeah. don't they? <laughs> Mo- moxie Fest. Just a, another sad note on Maine this year. Okay. They just got the notice the other day. Oh no! It's been canceled. No, again. No, stop the madness. So stop the madness. Yeah. I'm a member of the uh, New England Moxie Congress, oh. and uh, we are going to pass a bill and get something done to get the thing back in order in 2022. 20, uh, oh, yeah. We're going to get that back online. Oh, thank yeah. you. I appreciate that, Gary. Yeah, hey, that's, a, that's a great weekend. <laughs> hey, Bombardier, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Now, you know, um, I, I was checking some of the police blotter, blotters, you know, when you said you're up around Wells, Ellsworth, and I heard something about you and that Emily driving around a convertible. <laughs> What's going on with that? Give me some background. On that. I'd love to. I, I don't feel it doesn't have it. She had a white MG. Okay. Uh, that was in 1999. And she took me on my first road trip in up, up down to, you know, we th- I just thought we were the coolest cats because her mom had a convertible yeah. and we drove out to Mount Desert Island. And she took me to Echo Lake and she snuck me in all these places. And I had no idea how special that place was and how she knew all the little places. Uh, not, to go let's to let's just cut through the real. This is, what, what really happened? What really happened there on the trip? Not really get, well, let's, let's spell the beat. Gary wants to know. Gary needs to know. Oh, Gary. Go. Well, we, I did, we did get to ride some trucks out in the woods and drag our feet. Uh-huh. And camp and tents, and yeah. my real, real first go around was a big eye opener. Gary, what do you think of She's that? She's been my best friend ever. What since. do you think of that, my Gary? Her dragon feet <laughs> on Mount Desert Island. <laughs> well, no, we were in Ellsworth, out in the woods somewhere. It was definitely a good time. <laughs> we were uh, young. It, it sounds. I'm reading between the lines here. Yeah. Well, big things happened that week. Yeah, I can that tell was, you right now. That was a long time ago. Yeah, you're not talking about it. We'll come back to it in a few minutes here. But <laughs> I, I got another one though. I got this is a Lisa test again. Another little Lisa. I'm picking on Lisa oh, tonight. Boy. But I, I heard here. something about you getting lost in the fog. What, what was the deal with that? I did. Give us yeah, give us the story I, um, on that. My husband and I really love to um, paddle the main island trail, mm-hmm. and we go for overnight camping trips up to these little islands, and we wait until there's a perfect weather forecast, and we're we're totally outfitted with reflective gear and, and you know, air horns and everything else, because we've heard that the lobstermen think of kayaks as speed bumps. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me check. Let me <laughs> check with the, really? Let me check with the judges on that. Gary, is that is, is that what they think that their kayaks are speed bumps? I've, I've heard it. I've heard it whispered. Yeah, whispered. <laughs> okay, so it's fifty percent yeah. true. Yeah. So we um, we had this clear three day trip, and then we're waking up on the third day to go back to the mainland. Yeah. And there's just a wisp of fog. But after we had paddled for about an hour. We could see nothing yeah. except for one visible, what looked like a lighthouse. Mm-hmm. 
And I said, oh, my gosh, if I ever get to that lighthouse, I'm going to kill the lighthouse keeper because his light is not on. Like, he's falling down on the job. Right. And uh, we lost it completely, but um, but we managed to land just by, you know, keeping a bead on, going in the same direction. Right. And I kissed that land when we arrived on this little island. I believe it's called Green Island. Mm-hmm. And um, and we were had pulled our boats up onto the beach, and then a guy came up behind us, and he said, Hi, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Just holding a cup of coffee. We're like, uh, fine, how are you doing? And this was in the midst of the pandemic. And we were kind of like, are we the first people you've seen in a long time? Like <laughs> maybe years and years, you know? Oh, no, my buddy and I, we, we're, you know, we're restoring this lighthouse. It's not, you know, it's not commissioned anymore. Yeah. Well, it, it turned out we couldn't have landed in a safer spot mm-hmm. because both of these gentlemen were emergency room doctors. Wow. Um, now, now yeah, Gary, they, Gary, that shouldn't surprise you that we're very well educated up here. I mean, I wouldn't say No, we keep it we keep it pretty much a secret, you know, but uh, everyone here has got a PhD of one kind or another. Yeah, I, I got mine. Well, I, I, got, I hate I got, to tell you this. I have to tell you, though, but I have to tell you that I have a PhD, Portland High School diploma. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I hate to tell you, but they were emergency room doctors at a Boston hospital, actually. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I later delivered booze to them as a gift. I hunted them down. There you go. Um, as a thank you for letting us land on their island. Oh. Um, anyway, we were marooned for a couple of hours, and then the fog cleared, and there was North America. We couldn't have missed it. It was right there, like. You know, if we just kept going, yeah. we would we would have landed on the mainland, but we just didn't have the nerve to go. I for am it, so. so glad you did not die, and uh, and that yeah. you got the right people. <laughs> Me too. Hey, Chris, I got a this is a this is a two part question for you, Chris, and you've got to you got to answer it's a yes or no two parts. Yeah. Mainers, okay. when there's a sign, a parking sign, uh, any type of sign, do they obey the sign, Mainers? <laughs> yes or no? Oh no. Yes or no? No. Uh, Gary, no. what do you think? No, it's a suggestion. Yeah. It's a suggestion. It's a suggestion. So now let's go with the now. So here's the second part of this, Chris. Massachusetts people in Maine, do they obey the signs? Absolutely not. Let me check with Gary. <laughs> Gary, is that correct? That's my experience. Yeah. So that's 100 percent correct. So right now you're doing pretty good, Chris. I appreciate that. We don't obey them at home either. Don't worry. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So so. Has anybody seen a moose of, of our panel from away, from down south? Chris, Lisa, or Bombardier, have you ever seen a moose? I have, yes. Tell me where, Once. where, when. I saw one in two, two snowmobile seasons ago. I want to say I was in, in Solon. Solon? Okay. Solon. Solon. I was on uh, 89. Uh, ITS 89. So let me check with Gary. Gary, that's the moose that's over on 89. What's his name? Yeah, it's, it's Amos. That's Amos. That's, that's Amos. Amos the moose. That's Amos the moose. Lisa, have you seen a moose? I have. I, I drove through Jackman, Maine. Jackman, Maine. And all of a sudden, there were just cars pulled off the side of the road for no apparent reason. And we glanced over, and there, you know, maybe, I don't know, half a football field field's distance was a bull with full rack yeah. and everyone stopped wow. to take pictures it was really spectacular and uh what's did you go ahead go ahead Peter. did you notice did, did you notice that right there on route one going into jackman they've got a flashing uh yellow flashing light on them most crossing sign that's the only place in maine that that's true 
Wow. I was like, I better see a moose for crying out loud. I mean, this is the place. Yeah, yeah. Well, did you know, this is a little fact, but we, have you ever heard of Moose Cave? No. We actually honor our, our dead here. And uh, when, uh, when a moose actually sadly fell into a cave, um, what did we call the cave? Moose Cave. It's Moose a true cave. story. It's perished, and uh, and it became Moose Cave because we honor our dead here in, in Maine. You know, we, we really do. <laughs> and, uh, and and you know, along that line, Gary, taxidermy. Give us what do you, what is Maine taxidermy? What is what's that all about? Well, that's it. if you've got a veterinarian that's not all that good at what he's doing, yeah. <laughs> you turn to taxidermy. That way, either way, you get your dog. Back. You get you. That's right. That's, that's so true. That's so true. Now, now this this bombardier. This is a this is a tar. This is a two part question too. Okay. Sure. Right. Uh, bread should it come in a can? Say it again. Bread should it come in a can? <laughs> oh, brown bread. Mm. Right, uh, I know it does come in a can. <laughs> Gary, Gary, talk, let's talk about B and M baked the the, the the iconic brown I bread mean, in a can. Gary, what, what's your call? Great campfire snack. Yeah. Oh, it, it, well, yes, it's it's. This is a three pie answer. Yeah, go ahead. You you you've got to get the brown bread, yeah. the red hot baked dog, beans, yeah. and the baked beans. Yeah. Yep. And my, oh, yeah. In my particular opinion, you put mustard on the beans, not ketchup. Right. I, <laughs> oh, no. I don't, yeah. I don't know where people get the idea of ketchup tastes good on beans. But anyway, no. that, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. And so, so. That's actually our uh, post that's our post snowmobile uh, meal every time we get back from the trails. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, brown bread, big beans, and hot dogs. Let me go back to you. I love it. Chris, Chris, let me go back to you. Then here's another question for you Red hot dogs? Or natural hot dogs. Natural. Uh, red. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna I'm gonna have red. to go with natural. <laughs> yeah. And so, so isn't it? I don't know how natural natural is. Yeah. Hot dogs, that's, right. but. That's, that's what they call them. They actually read on the around the label. It says natural, and then they have. Hey, Gary, what's the deal with these red hot dogs, and why are they so delicious? That it's, it's, I don't know exactly why, because it's a secret what they put in them. Yeah. Because it's against the law, yeah. but uh, uh, th but the thing is, they're snappers. Yeah. That's what makes them so so tasty. Oh. When you bite into one, she snaps, and it just gives you a little excitement built into them. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no doubt. And so, so Bombardier, what's going on this year? What are your plans for Maine this year? So we're actually we were very lucky. Obviously, last year mm -hmm. Maine's borders opened up, yeah. and we were able to take our family. So we're going to replicate. We did Moosehead Lake. Uh, we stayed at the Birches yes. uh, with our friends, the Nelsons now, and the nice. Um, nice. Uh, and we always. I mean, I don't even want to tell you which room we stay in because it's like a secret. Oh, we're going to be there. Oh, we're all being there. We're all going to be there. <laughs> they have cabins, yeah. big cabins, little cabins. Yeah. My aunt Nancy. Cabins, my aunt Nancy works site. up there, and she's going to tell me where you're at. Oh. Yeah. I love going up yeah. there. So we, we do that in August. Um, a friend of ours owned a camp on Long Pond, yes. um, and we'll do that. And then we usually stay at my friend's house in West Bath. We're just waiting for our couple invites there. They live on, um, I forget the name of it. It's an embankment, but it's a it's a saltwater pond, nice. quote unquote, straight off of Route 1 okay. in West Bath. Okay. 
Um, they used to live up in on was it Chimo Pond in Clifton? Yeah. They had a camp there, but their house now is on the water. So, let me, let me, but we're very happy to replicate all those trips. I got to tell you, we're we're just so happy to have you here. And if um, you know, once you get through the border, don't use one of those fancy. I, I just raced through the gate. Stop at somebody. Stop at that gate. Give them some money and just say hello. Okay, just say I'm happy to be here. <laughs> well, and and they will I smile. Used, at I used you. to like getting the calendar on the way yeah. home on Labor Day. Yeah. Oh yeah. We they used to hand you the calendar yeah. out, and yeah. now with all the fast passes, yeah. you don't get now, the free now, calendar. Give, going from Maine to Massachusetts anymore, and the all, uh, Farmers Almanac. Now we just give don't do that we, get, we give COVID <laughs> tests now on the way out. So right? We, yeah. We let me check with our our, our, our native here, uh, Gary. What are you doing? What's what's going on this summer for you? Well, I'm going to be sailing on the Victory Johns. Now, <laughs> if anyone looks at the back of Maine quarter, yeah, every state had a special on the back of a quarter. Does, yeah. Well, on the back of Maine quarter, there's a there's a Pemaquit lighthouse, mm-hmm. and sailing by it is a uh, a schooner, yeah. and it's the Victory Chimes, okay. and it uh, sails out of Rockland, Maine. I'll be doing a humor cruise oh. uh, one of the weekends this summer, sometime I think in July. I'm not sure when, but uh, you should Google uh, Victory Chimes and check out their schedule. They've got some wonderful cruises in Penobscot Bay. Oh, well, I'd love to do that. That's a lot of fun. And and Chris, what's what's going on with you and your family this summer? Oh, we have a lot going on up in Maine yeah. this summer, actually. Um, we'll be going a weekend in the Old Orchard, Saco area yeah. to go to the little amusement park there. I can't <laughs> think of the name of it off the top of my head. Yeah. Not the one on the beach, the one in Saco. Okay. Ferry Beach? And then we'll be going. What's, what was that? Is it Ferry? Ferry Beach? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll be going up to uh, Bridgeton. We'll go to Moose Pond, do some fishing there. Hopefully, try to uh, take the crown for the uh, the largemouth bass record, which is currently <laughs> in Moose Pond right now. Okay. But I'd like to take that home to Massachusetts okay. to your big brother. All right, all right, it's a challenge. That's a challenge. And then uh, we'll go up to uh, we'll be going up to Emden, Maine, and doing some. Uh, Four wheeling ATV. Oh, we love that. That's 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 great. Oh yeah, great. get lost, get lost up in the trails. I love that. Hey, Lisa, quick question for you. What sure. what is your favorite main roadside attraction? Oh my. Well, recently we discovered. Um, I'm not sure this is a roadside attraction, but Fluvial Brewing in Harrison is just a lovely spot where you can watch the sun go down and enjoy a snack and a beer uh, with live music. Um, anything to do with live music is second only to my my total passion for anything on the water. Okay. So, um, and then the, I don't know if it's happening this year, but Father's Day weekend, the um, Lakes Region Blues Fest, yeah. uh, we enjoy that every year. So, yeah, I have my fingers crossed for hearing some live music this yeah, me too. summer. Yeah, me too. Hey, hey, Gary, Roadside Attractions in Maine, what are your fa- two favorites? Well, my, 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 one of my favorites is, is uh, Red Zeets in, uh, in Wiscasset, Maine, right on Route 1. Okay. You know, where you can stand yeah. in line for two or three hours yeah. and get the best lobster roll you could get your arms around. Do you guys know, you, do you but, Southerners know what he's talking about? Reds? Yes. Reds? Have you, have yep. you done it? Uh-huh. Have you stood there for a couple hours to get that? No. Done? Okay. No. All right. All right. <laughs> so, I got a little secret. It's worth I got a, it. It, it, yeah. it. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's uh, they got good Yelp ratings, and uh, besides that, you can uh, you, people will just stare at you as you're standing there. They just drive by real slow <laughs> and they just stare at you. Some people will film you. You know, yeah. 
I got to tell you quickly about one uh, one roadside attraction that, that was kind of well, it was seasonal, and it was only one season that it happened. Remember when we had the remember when we had the ice storm here in the state of Maine oh, back in I don't know somebody here that knows 97? it. Yeah, ninety-seven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the, the we had roadside attractions springing up everywhere because everybody in Maine was trying to get the CMP, the power company, to hook their power up. So they were putting signs outside the road. <laughs> Come on in, we're cooking. <laughs> we got fresh mushrooms and breakfast for you right here on the wood stove. Come on in and hook up my power while you're here. Yeah. Well, one fellow went the extra mile. Yeah. Talk about a roadside attraction. He put on a sign that said, we'll trade wife for power. Yeah. <laughs> well, when, you make, when you're making a deal with a main fella, yeah. you got to be prepared for comeback. And so the CMP boys put another sign right under it that said, must see wife first. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's right. You know, we're pretty shrewd up here. I just want to tell you, don't negotiate negotiate with us because we uh, you know, we don't just lay down for you guys, all right? We're gonna we're gonna negotiate <laughs> hard. Hey, listen, I wanna thank you guys so much. Chris, I wanna thank you, Lisa Bombardier, thank you so much. Hey, listen, and uh, hey, Gary, thank you, Brian. Gary, what's going on with you? What's where can people see you? What's going on? Where can they find you, Gary? Well, they can find they can go to GaryCrocker.com. Just go check it out on the web. I unfortunately there haven't been any groups meeting, but if you want to learn about all around the state of Maine, yeah. and this is how uh, you and I met yeah. actually uh -huh. uh, up at Moxie Falls, yeah. I've been ever since the pandemic started. I did uh, about a two to three minute post every day for a hundred straight days, oh, and and they've turned into. Uh, uh, I did one. I, I got to make a, a a little apology. Uh, all of them talk about something about Maine, yeah. either Maine humor or Maine places. Yeah. But last week I did one in Hawaii. Oh, okay. So, if, oh if, man, fancy! If, if you guys, if you guys go on the well, check it out, go to Gary Crocker, Gary Crocker, yeah. Google it. Gary Crocker Tales from West Gardner, Maine on Thursday. Okay, you're going to see Lindbergh's grave. That's where he's buried on a road to Hannah. Oh, okay. In on Maui. Oh well, you know. Oh, wow. yeah, before you go, I want I want to I want to hear somebody with a main accent do some uh, Hawaiian language. Go ahead, give me something. Give me something. <laughs> come on, come on, Gary. Yeah, Man, you know what? what? It, it won't even close. To it. I tried to hang in there. I said hang loose, <laughs> and they had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> well, listen, we thank you guys so much. This has been a lot of fun, and I want to tell you guys, Lisa, Chris, and, and Bombardier, we just really appreciate you and all the other Massachusetts people. You know, they, they got names for you guys, you know, around here, but we just love you, and we just love what you do, and we want to thank you for supporting our state, and uh, and we love you, we kiss you, and we can't wait to see you next. But maybe everybody, this is. Brian Bickford with Mainly Matters, and this is the Thanks Travel and Tourism Channel. Hey, everybody, good night. Thank you guys so much for coming. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Good night. Thank you, Gary. Thank, Thank you, Gary. Good night. Right. Thank you, Gary. See you guys. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Stand by. All right. Thank you, guys. Good night.